okay so as you can see that was the wrong kind of blooper there um so i had to try this again what's up you guys it's uh uh gemini 21 aka ray the lamb and you are tuning into my live listening in on universal chit chat because universal spirit music eight what i was discussing was the fact of how i am trying to do my podcast and it's frustrating me because somebody keeps following me around on social media and on the internet reporting my podcast and it looks as if that is something that they're trying to prevent me from doing now i said i don't know who i messed with i don't know who that what i did but i do know that i have people who just dislike me for no random reason at all and this is a positive outlet for me this is something i'm trying to do for myself and hopefully it could take me somewhere but there are people who are really against that so i don't know what it is i don't know if it's me talking about religion sometimes or whatever but i have the right to speak and should have freedom like anybody else so what i'm doing is is i'm trying to work on building a case against these people even though i don't know who they are i'm sure that there is a paper trail straight like that but anyways i was just discussing a random subject of isolation and um the effects of isolation i had to erase it because i had the technical difficulties i'm telling you you guys got the worst luck me myself i would say like oh my god i would think i had some type of work on me like work 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 but um i am twisting my podcast into something more real more of reality so you guys can just catch me tuning into different areas and then you you guys are always going to be able to listen in while i'm tuning in to these different places like um i like to go to a couple different places but I can't really say these guys right now because I got to handle the fact that someone's running behind me trying to get my podcast and everything erased. So you guys just got to catch me where you catch me when you see me when you see me. You know, catch me wherever you catch me. And when you see me, you see me. You get it? So when you hear me, you hear me. But you can always go check out my podcast page, though, Universal Spirit Music 8. Um, or you can just go friend go send a friend request you guys to ray lamb facebook ray lamb um i'm trying to build my podcast guys help me build my podcast help me build up the audience because if not then i'm just gonna disappear into the background into the smoke into the dust and that is so what people want to happen like in your life did you know sometimes people are not rooting for you they're rooting against you you know, just because they over there woo 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 and don't mean they woo woo and for you. It does not. So I really want to talk about this isolation though. So I'm like, let me do it again. Let me do it again. So isolation. Isolation is the experience of being separated from others. It may result from being physically separated from others, such as when a person lives in a remote area. Isolation can also result from being emotionally removed from a community. The separation could be real or perceived. 
An isolated person may experience loneliness or low self-esteem. Over time, a person may develop social anxiety, depression, or other mental health concerns. The right therapist can help individuals build social skills and connect with others. Therapy can also help people recover from the effects of isolation. What is isolation? Social isolation is an absence of social relationships. It is distinct from solitude, which is simply the state of being alone. Social isolation can occur in solitude or in the vicinity of others. So that means that you can feel alone when you're not alone. That statement that people say. Solitude can be chosen or first, forced, healthy or unhealthy. Social isolation describes an unwanted and often harmful experience. A person may be experiencing social anxiety if they are avoiding social interaction due to shame or depression. That's number one. Number two. Spending extended periods of time alone. Number three, experience social anxiety or fear of abandonment at the idea of social interaction. Four, have only limited or superficial social contact. Five, lack important social or professional relationships. Six, develop severe distress and loneliness. So you can get stressed out from being by yourself all the time. And you can feel really, really lonely. They can make you really, really depressed and sad. Um, then you can lack important social and professional relationships. So you need to have a healthy relationship with the people that you do business with. And you need to have a healthy relationship with the people that you have in your daily life social you need to have relationships with people have only limited or superficial superficial contact see i could have a lawsuit you guys but it doesn't matter because i'm not gonna get one um just from being abandoned abandoned and isolated and if you guys know about your rights you know what is against your rights if you can do something about it do something about it i unfortunately can't um, it's, so just contact with people. I don't really have contact and healthy relationships with people. So myself and my conspiracy thinking, my conspiracy thinking self would be like, oh no, they have set me up and done this on purpose and be, I am being experimented on. That's my conspiracy theory brain talking experience social anxiety or fears of abandonment so i'm afraid to be left alone in life not at the house or anything i am afraid to be left alone in life and i experience very much so social anxiety when i'm around a lot of people but it doesn't help when people segregate you okay spend time alone i unfortunately spend more than enough time alone to the point where I don't even feel like being bothered with people now. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. I've been alone so long that I don't even want you around me because you might mess up my loneliness. 
and my peace inside of my loneliness that I found. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, so avoid social interaction due to shame or depression. Um, yes, I've done all of this stuff. I've developed shame, which is why I'm not really comfortable showing my face 100%, but I will. And depression. Unfortunately, I have depression. I was just talking, talking to people earlier. Well, I actually was talking to my listeners. And I couldn't uh, show that. I couldn't. Um, pub, pub, uh, publish that particular episode. Because it erased. I mean, it didn't erase. It was some technical difficulties uploading. But I did mention to people how me, myself, my name's Gemini, 21, remember that, a.k.a. Ray the Lamb, I am a person who suffers from a certain mental illness that derives from post-traumatic stress syndrome. So, I, due to my post-traumatic stress, I've developed anxiety, I've developed severe depression, I have developed schizoaffectiveness, and whatever they want to call it is a mood disorder. It's a mood disorder, but I'm fine with that because all of my diagnoses explain exactly who I am and why I am that person. So my schizoaffectiveness, my, all of it, it's perfect for me, and it works for me. So I am going to be a person who's going to speak a lot about mental health issues mental health issues but I'm still gonna embrace my spiritual side and my gifted side these things are hand in hand whether people know it or not these mental illness ailments mental illnesses and spiritual situations Spiritual diagnoses are very similar. So, I'm like one of those people that you can just call and talk to if you guys need advice. If I can help, but if it's anything serious, you already know. Call the police. Call the popo. You get to the popo. And, um, thanks so much. Because I didn't I didn't feed my dino Because I'm not worried about this dino right now That's the thing Some of these Lives have too many games Next we have emotional isolation Okay, so emotional isolation occurs when someone is unable or unwilling to share their emotions with others. Some, yes, I, I know. I, I mean, myself, no, not so much. I used to be a, a emotionally isolated person. I'm not so much. But, oh, sorry, somebody in that podcast about yarning. But... I do know people who are emotionally isolated and I want to bring some of those people in as guests eventually. I will. So, 
always know though that my podcast is gonna be all over the place. That's the unique thing about it. Because I have no when it comes to my podcast, I don't have no organization skills. Okay, so we're gonna read about this again. Emotional isolation occurs when someone is unable or unwilling to share their emotions with others. Guys, you got to check out that segment on yarning. Someone may be reluctant to discuss anything but the most superficial matters. Without emotional support, they may feel shut down or numb. Emotional isolation can occur due to to social isolation, yet a person may feel emotionally isolated despite having a social network. Even though relationships are necessary for our well-being, they can trigger negative feelings and thoughts. Emotional isolation can act as a defense mechanism to protect a person from distress. Someone in an intimate relationship can still experience emotional isolation. One or both partners may feel alone within the relationship rather than supported and fulfilled. Infidelity, abuse, and other trust issues often cause such feelings. A couple's counselor can help partners identify the source of their distress. They can help, oh, sorry. They can then work to improve communication and rebuild trust. So, emotional isolation, solitude, isolation, and loneliness. Solitude, isolation, and loneliness are similar terms, but they have distinct meanings. Solitude is the state of being alone. Isolation is lack of social relationships or emotional support. Loneliness is a craving for social contact. It is often linked to feelings of sadness and emptiness. So, yes, solitude is a state of being alone. I have been in solitude by choice and by force. Solitude would be like where I'm closing in. I don't want any company. I don't want anybody around. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to sit and I want to cheat, meditate. Isolation, I've been in that situation where, unfortunately, I have been... It's stuck in predicaments where I have not been able to go outside, not COVID, but not been able to go outside for long periods of time, which has turned into isolation because there are no visitors, barely. And the visitors that do come, they make you experience social anxiety. They make you experience social anxiety. Yes. Okay. So... Next, spending time alone is not inherently bad. Solitude can be a healthy, rejuvenating experience. It can allow people to reconnect with their needs, goals, and feelings. Some people require more solitude than others. Introverts, for example, enjoy spending lots of time alone and can feel drained through social interaction. Meanwhile, extroverts often need more social interaction to be fulfilled. To feel fulfilled. Circumstances that feel isolating or lonely to one person may be healthy for another person. So you may have other people over here who need to have people. They crave needing people around them all the time. And that is where they get their energy from. May Might be an energy sucker. 
Um, but then you got these people who are introverts and they really need time alone. If they, they value their peace and their serenity and what's that, their mind, their peace of mind. So they need to be by themselves more than around people. Being around people can be a distressful situ a stressful situation for them. Next up is age isolation. Age isolation. A two a twenty eighteen Cigna survey of American adults claims loneliness has reached epidemic levels across all age groups. Although loneliness is not the shame, oh, sorry, not the same as isolation. Many studies use it as a marker for isolation. According to the study, 43% of Americans report they often feel isolated from others. 27% feel they have feel they don't have people who truly understand them. 47% do not have meaningful in-person social interactions such as quality time with family or on a daily basis. Understandable. I'm one of the, the 47% that does not have meaningful in-person social interactions such as quality time with family or on a daily basis. It just so happens to be that way. Guys, I am the black sheep of the family. Um, a pensive elderly woman gazed down i don't know what that is researchers suggest isolation is highest at both ends of the lifespan it first speak if it first peaks in the loneliness generation represented by adults ages 18 to 22 or 22 years old in the study as people make families and events in their careers, isolation will often decline. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That is around the age where you become more isolated around 18, 22. But as people pass middle age, isolation can increase. An American Association of Retired Persons, AARP, you guys know about that one, AARP, they get that life insurance. Study found 35% of Americans over the age of 45% are lonely. Lonely individuals tended to be more isolated. Lonely people were less likely to be involved in social community com activities such as attending religious services and volunteering. Isolation often peaks a second time as people reach their senior years. Spouses and friends may die over time. Among elders, mobility, and other health impairments can make it difficult to reach out for others. In 2014, 26% of people over the age of 65 lived alone. 26% of people over the age of 65 lived alone. Gender and isolation. This is the next isolation form of isolation gender the role of gender in isolation so let me stop real quick so age isolation meaning okay i need to talk about that real quick adolescents feel alone sometimes and they feel segregated from their friends and in school and that feeling can 
stick around or occur anywhere between the ages of 14, 14 to 22. It says 18 to 22, but what I'm saying for adolescents and, and young adulthoods would be 14 to 22. And that's from my perspective. And that is the age isolation. People who feel who are very much so older. Okay. Let me start with the young ones again because you may not understand what I'm saying. So people who are from like 14 to 22, they deal with more wanting to fit in, being, feeling alone because they're not made part of situations certain events or activities as everyone else so that is around the time that they're more likely to be shunned by their own kind so in their own age group and you're in the public more so within between the ages of 14 and 22 you go to school and college and that is just what most of the the children that age do the young adults that age do so you have to do and deal more with trying to fit in with everyone else now the elderly usually go through isolation and that for me, would honestly be from the age of, it really doesn't matter in adulthood what age you are. To me, they say 43%, they feel isolated from others. 27, people don't understand me. 47, I don't really don't have any good relationships with anybody that mean anything. Um, anywhere after the age of 22, when you get to about 35, 34, I want to say 34, 35, that is when you start to feeling the isolated feelings again. Because now people are judging you as if you are too old for this, you're too old for that, you're too old for, they just want you to be expired. <laughs> Really? Okay. So, um, next, what was I reading? But as people pass middle age, oh, I'm sorry. As people make families and advance in their careers, isolation will often decline. Right. So if throughout your life you build a good relationship with someone, persons, you might get married, you might meet their side of the family, you might have kids, all of this will in this will reinsert the social experience that's needed for you to thrive. Okay, so but as people pass middle age, isolation can increase. 
and American Association of Retired Persons, AARP, study found 35% of Americans over the age of 45. So we read all of this. So that's that's basically, you kind of get what I was saying. Seniors, that's worse. So from the age of 45 and over, they really feel lonely. And that's approaching, approaching that age. And a lot of people don't know that, that these seniors and people at the age of 45 even, they're still young. and But sometimes they feel lonely. Uh, next up, what conversation was it? The gender isolation. The role of gender isolation is complex. Men tend to be more isolated than women. A British survey found 2.5 million, one in eight male Britons have no close friends, and 51% have two or fewer friend, close friends. Despite this isolation, men are less likely to admit feeling lonely. A 2012 study found men were more socially isolated than women. However, women and men reported similar satisfactions with the, their social support network. Social network. The study authors suggest the discrepancy is due to gender socialization. The men may have been reluctant to admit that they were lonely to for the fear of showing vulnerability. Some research suggests toxic masculinity, restrict restrictive norms. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Let me just wet my whistle. Restrictive norms. It didn't help about how men should think and feel can play a role in male isolation. Western cultures often socialize men to be tough and stoic. Oh, that means I'm reading too much. Even at the expense of emotional connection, homophobia can deter men from seeking out friendships with other men. Sexism may cause them to devalue friendships with women. Cultural and social factors can be can also isolate women. When women are the minority at work or school, they may feel left out. Research consistently finds that motherhood can be deeply isolating. In most families, child rearing disproportionately falls to the women. Recovering from childbirth can further isolate women, as can the demands of breastfeeding, the logistics of bottle feeding, and the physical changes of traveling with an infant or young child. This motherhood-related isolation can be a risk factor for postpartum depression. A 2013 study suggests reducing isolation and loneliness among new mothers can lower their risk of postpartum depression. A person's gender may be a risk factor for isolation when they don't identify with the dominant model of gender. People who are gender fluid 
or non-binary may feel isolated or lonely, especially when people around them don't accept or understand their gender. Does social media cause isolation? Young man on couch checking out social media. These are pictures that just did not come up. Social media promises to help users feel more connected. Hmm. Research, well, I'm having a bad experience right now. Research suggests it may have the opposite effect for younger users. A 2017 study of young adults ages 19 to 32. I, oh, 32 year, years old found frequent social media users had higher levels of perceived social isolation. The most frequent users were three times as likely to feel isolated as the less as the least frequent users. These results do not mean a social media use is always harmful or that all people who use social media feel isolated. For some people, social media offers access to a sense of community and belonging. See, this is this right here what they're saying is exists. It's exactly why I feel like I'm being experimented on. But, you know, that was my, my conspiracy theory thinking self. That's the way I think. It may not be real. It may not be true. But I, for one, believe that my rights are being violated. And I'm being experimented on, y'all. Because just listening, just reading this. When you, if there are certain things in life called cause and effect, I'll say that. Okay, so these results don't mean, these results don't mean social media use is always harmful or that all people who use social media feel isolated. For some people, social media can, it offers access to a sense of community and belonging. This can be especially true for marginalized individuals who might have trouble connecting with people in their physical location. Correct, myself. Social media may be a factor in loneliness when it replaces in-person connections or when fleeting online interactions substitute for more substantive conversation. When social media is just one form of interaction or when it increases access to meaningful relationships, it may reduce isolation. The effects of isolation on physical health. Numerous studies, now this is the part, numerous studies have documented a link between isolation, loneliness, and physical health issues. Loneliness may be a bad may be bad for a person's health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Some of the many health effects of isolation and loneliness include higher levels of stress, hormones, and inflammation, heart disease, including high blood pressure and coronary artery disease, a heightened risk of developing a disability, Increased vulnerability to chronic illnesses such as type 2 diabetes. Social isolation 
may have increased one's risk of premature death. A 2015 study found isolation increases a person's risk of death about 30%. See, I say that I deal with this isolation because cause and effect, I was made to basically be on my own, isolated from people. And I was also made to do things that would make people isolate me more. And then I was forced to basically have nowhere to turn and then have to turn to social media. And within turning to social media, I do believe it was just people let me do it because it was an experiment. People let me do it because it was an experiment. And now that the experiment could possibly be over, they're like, hey, no, going everywhere I go to shut down everything that I'm doing. You know? So, and I think that is exactly what they're doing. Is they're, they're done with the experiment. And I've shamed myself and others. And now they want me to stop. But no, this is is my life and I'm going to use it and my life and I'm going to use it as a tool. Social isolation may even increase increase one's risk of premature risk of premature death. So it can increase your risk of premature death. That's what I was reading. The 2015 study found so social isolation increases the person's risk of death by about 30%. So that part too. Just imagine yourself being experimented on with social isolation. Any of these isolation, just the word isolation. So mental isolation, this is the last one. Isolation can increase the risk of mental health issues such as depression, dementia, social anxiety, and low self-esteem. Isolation and mental health issues can also interact with one another in a feedback loop. For example, a person might develop depression because of intense loneliness, then feel even more isolated because of their depression. Correct. And that is how things go. So I guess that's what they call a feedback loop is the fact that the loneliness causes depression and depression causes you to feel more lonely. That is so right. Wow. Okay, next. Extreme isolation can have catastrophic effects on mental health. Humans are social animals who need human contact to thrive. And sometimes even to survive. Infants who don't get enough physical contact may fail to thrive and die. Inmates held in solitary confinement, especially for extended periods of time, may experience hallucinations, insomnia, post-traumatic stress, PTSD, and difficulty telling time. More than 80,000% of men, women, and children are held in solitary confinement in American prisons and jails. If you or a loved one has experienced isolation, you can find a therapist here. A mental health professional can also treat mental health issues, which may be contrib contributing to the situation. 
so guys if you are dealing with isolation such as myself then that might be where you want to reach out to someone for help and what I will do is I will definitely, I'm going to go post. I'm going to go and post these references for isolation. You guys hear me clicking? I'll probably click too fast, huh? Technical, technical, technical. But anyways, you guys, I will go post this so you can find it on one of my profiles, these references. So yeah, you guys go to Ray Lamb and do a request to follow. Ray 
switch. Yeah, then you can go get that information. Also technical. Alright guys, so that was my conversation on isolation. It's just kind of with me as I'm posting. I do not have my page visual individual now. Because someone is chasing me, erasing me. Someone is chasing me, erasing me. Yeah, that part. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone and let me do my thing. I'm trying to get away from the negative into the positive light. But I don't know. It might not work too well, you guys. This may not go too well. So that's what I need to Okay, guys. You go check out Ray Lamb, Facebook, Universal Spirit Music Aid. All right. Gemini 21, Ray Lamb out. What's up, you guys? It's Gemini 21, aka Ray the Lamb. And I'm back with another random. You're tuning into Universal Chit Chat, BKA Universal Spirit Music 8. Oh, today, today, today. What's today? Today is the 20th of November, okay? Um, a hectic. You know, I had a hectic, aggravating day yesterday. Um, 
change your depression into the night, it is not way worse for irritating. Um, I hope you guys know how it feels to be in a positive, happy mood all day, and then one to two, to two or more people come in therapy. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was going through last time. I just did a segment. It was randomly on isolation. And so we got this conversation of isolation because it actually resonated with me because I experienced things like that. Um, I still want to come back to you guys before we can finish talking about this personality traits because I'm pretty sure you guys have some new personality traits. Very special. But that is a statement that's going to take a little while to actually complete and get all those details in there, you know. So, um, I've been working on my vibe, I've been working on my podcast vibe today. I'm streaming, you guys can come talk to me and come join in when I'm streaming. I can send you, if you just, you know, contact me at the given number in my profile, and I will... Thank you and invite so you can join me in a podcast one day and we can go over some of these subjects that I have posted on my Universal Spirit Music 8 page. So you guys, once again, go to Ray Lamb, check me out, and check out my page, Universal Spirit Music 8, alright? I promise, like, this, this will be real fun, you just gotta interact, you know? Um, so I'm waiting to some of you guys, and until then, I'm chilling, I'm chilling with Ray, and I'll be back with some more information a little later, but this is just a quick random drop to update you on what was actually going on now, <laughs> what's actually going on now, so I'll be back soon, but of course, you know, right, yeah, I'm out. What's up, you guys? It's Gemini21, a.k.a. Ray the Lamb, and happy Thanksgiving. It is Thursday, November 25th, and, um, you know, today is the day that we give thanks for things that we've most wanted and most needed throughout our lives. You know, there are some very very good reasons for Thanksgiving and I know there are a lot of people out there who don't really celebrate the holidays but for those who do Thanksgiving is a day to come together with family and friends and loved ones and talk about the things that we've received throughout the year and to give thanks to those people and God for us receiving those things. So when you look up the definition, which I'm going to right now, it's already on the page. When you look up the definition to Thanksgiving,
giving me my informational pad. And what I'm really looking for is the biblical meaning of Thanksgiving. Because right here, just the Wikipedia meaning of Thanksgiving is a national holiday celebrated on various dates in the United States, Canada, Granada, St. Lucia, and Liberia. It began as a day of giving thanks and sacrifice for the blessing of the harvest and of the preceding year. Similarly, named festival holidays occur in Germany and Japan. Thanksgiving is celebrated on the second Monday of October in Canada and on the fourth, fourth Thursday of November. So that's what the original meaning of that well not the original the man definition of Thanksgiving. Also it says the history prayers of thanks and special thanksgiving ceremonies are common among almost all religions after the harvest and at other times. The Thanksgiving holidays history in North America is rooted in English traditions dating from the Protestant Reformation. It is also it also has aspects of a harvest festival even though the harvest is in England sorry in New England occurs well before late November so that means it's a little late in New England but these are once again man's definition and what I'm looking for in particular is a biblical definition because to me I feel like we have to stick God in there everywhere you know Universal spirit, music, fate. Because it's all about God and the universe that He created. Everything under it. In and under it. Okay, so several Greek and Hebrew words are translated thanks and thanksgiving in the Bible. But here are two big, big um, definitions or big reasons of what. real quick okay so this is the main word for thanks in the old testament which is hebrew and it's i can't pronounce this word you guys it's not even a word it's y-d-h Seventy-two times 
of the 102 times in the Old Testament. And this word, once again, is used 70 times. Thanks, thanksgiving, thanks, and thanksgiving comes along with blessings. What to read, 10, um, what to read, this is 10 Bible verses. This is interesting, so we're going to go look at this real quick. Let's see what these 10 Bible verses say. Somebody might need to hear some of these Bible verses today, right? Okay, so these are 10 largely overlooked <laughs> Bible verses. My, I'm just so tongue-tied today. And they connect with Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving is originally a day to celebrate a successful harvest. Like farmers, you know, the crops and everything are planted and they grow back healthy. Right? President Abraham Lincoln made an official federal holiday in 1863 when he declared a day for Thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens, God Most High. Though still ceremoniously celebrated one only one day a year, Judaism considers every day of life a day to thank and praise God correctly. I do too. I think that you should celebrate him every day. In fact, the Jewish people get their Hebrew name, Yeh, Yehudim. which reflects thanksgiving for the blessings God has bestowed upon us. It is a wonderful addition to any special gathering and certainly a Thanksgiving Day feast to share thanks and include Bible verses of thanksgiving. So here we go. Ten of them. One. When you have eaten your field, Give thanks to Hashem, your God, for the good land which He has given you. And this is Deuteronomy. You know exactly which um, chapter in the Bible that is. And it's 8 10. Chapter 8, verse 10. 2. In that day, shall say, I give thanks to you, Hashem. Isaiah 
chapter 12, verse 1. 3. The living, only the living can give thanks to you. Fathers, relate to children your acts of grace. That is Isaiah 38, 19. Chapter 38, verse 19. 4. Gladness and joy shall abide there. Thanksgiving and the sound of music. That is Isaiah chapter 51, verse 3. Number 5. From them shall issue thanksgiving and the sound of dancers. Sounds like a party to me. Jeremiah 30. 19, chapter 30, verse 19. 6. Give thanks to God of hosts, for Hashem is good, for his kindness is everlasting. Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 11. 7. I wash my hands in innocence and walk around your misdead Hashem. I hope I said that right. Raising my voice in thanksgiving and telling all your wonders. Psalms chapter 26, verse 6. 8. I, with loud thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. Yonah, which is Jonah. Verse, chapter 2, verse 10. 9. I acknowledge and praise you, O God of my fathers, who you have given me wisdom and power. And that's Daniel chapter 2, 23. Last but not least, we have 10. Praise Hashem, for he is good. He is steadfast. Love is eternal. His steadfast love is eternal. So that is Chronicles chapter 16 verse 24 now those are just a few bible verses that you can go and look up if need be also the, the bible biblical meaning of the word thanksgiving is not something you do it is not something is is not something that is spontaneous or an extemporaneous mm, expression of thanks for some good deed you, you've done or good that you or good that has come our way the biblical concept of the word thanksgiving does not depend on something one has or has received. This word has nothing to do with outward circumstances, but rather has to do with one's spiritual attitude toward life. Being thankful means putting your hands up and giving praise to our Father, our God, for creating us and the things and in the universe 
is so perfect to what we want and what we need. Everything has a purpose, honestly, and everything has a reason. What one does not need, another does. And what's not needed for this particular purpose is needed for another purpose. You know? So, it's only right to be thankful for everything under the stars. Within the stars and under the stars, I say, you know, there are so many things in this world to be thankful for, and some people do not even have the slightest bit of gratitude for their their free will, their lives, you know, the lives of those around them. Sometimes we never know how much we should be thankful into those things are no more. And you have people who should be thankful for for others who have who are existent. And we have a tendency to forget about the ones we claim we love so much that they feel unappreciated as beings, as human beings. And no one should feel unappreciated, even as a human being, because we all serve a purpose under God, whether we know what it is or not. Some people are still out there trying to find their purpose in this world and there are some people who have found their purpose in this world and they are trying to use what is provided to them in this world as tools to move forward and to guide their way like a boat in a sail it's very simple you could give an artist a paintbrush and let them lead the way it's all about what they do with that paintbrush and how they use that paintbrush you know someone could give you a boat and there's the answer right there the boat now you just need to figure out where you're going and where you want to go with this boat so, anyways, who is y'all going to go see this Thanksgiving? Is y'all going to go to auntie's house? Y'all finna pile up in the van and roll out to grandma's house? Who is your family holiday celebrator? And I mean routine holiday celebrator I am sorry you guys you know I'm ripping eyelashes out <laughs> it's time but who is who is your guys holiday celebrator for my family when my mother was alive for those of you who don't know Miss Mary Mary King <laughs> aka Cookie but yeah when, when my mother that's my mother. She passed 
2013. March 2013. But when my mother was alive, she's the one who threw all of the holiday parties. Halloween, Christmas, the birthdays. She's the one who did the Thanksgivings. Even little small days like Easter's. Well, not Easter's not really small, but Easter and like New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, all these days. We celebrated all of that growing up. And I do still feel like it's something that people should celebrate. Do just for the kids. It's something positive to do during the holidays for the kids. And all usually eating is the way that they give thanks. It's coming together, eating as one. Um, but lately, we have been going through so much with the world changing that it's hard to just focus on being happy. And it's hard for people to have a holiday, celebrate the holidays. 2020 and 2021 we are in 2021 this pandemic started in officially march but it really started before january of 2020 we have been going through this pandemic situation for about almost going on two years and with all the vaccinations and everything that they got going out there there are still people who are out there losing their lives to this losing the fight to this virus so there are not a lot of people who might want to be thankful for anything they're probably like to themselves i know last year a lot of people were like oh well i mean what do we really have to be thankful for we have a pandemic going on that's taking people's lives but we have to be thankful for the ones who it did not attack and it did not take you know that's what we want to do because it could have been something that took the whole world out with no hesitation or cause but fortunately this was something that was able to be taken control of no matter what people say whether people say oh this was put out here on purpose whether people say that this was man-made or that this was a a um a plague no matter what people say we still have to look at the fact of how many people are left yes we lost a lot of people check out prophecies y'all go look up the prophecies and prophetic timeline and this is one of the situations that was already predicted to happen we would lose a certain percent of the population of humans of earth so if we were studying and doing the word like we supposed to do then we've been ran across that already you saw that this is something that was planned now he never said who was gonna start it and he never said who exactly was going to 100% finish it and I he did say who was gonna finish it but he didn't say how it was gonna be finished okay so you know be thankful for the fact that the family members and the people who are here that they're still here and they get a chance to be here even longer you know and try to be safe everybody be safe just because we they didn't got these vaccines on up out here and you got three boosters or whatever look it could be two it could be three boosters whatever just because we got these vaccines does not mean start slacking. 
it does not mean ignore it. It does not mean it's over. It does not mean it's gone. It means that people are learning to deal with it better. People are learning how to handle the situation. It means that people are improving what they're doing and it's preventing the spread. Now, I myself am going to just go take a look here because, you know, we had all these different variants of it and then there was this Delta version. Me, myself, me, myself, I have been inside the house basically on quarantine, not because I have COVID or have had COVID, but more so because there was no reason for me to go out there with that. So let's get some updates on this COVID situation, you guys. And um, you know what? I'll be right back. Did a couple good minutes, a couple few minutes, about 20 minutes on the subject of Thanksgiving and what to be thankful for. And I'm coming back to talk about the COVID pandemic and how people are handling it uh, with these holidays. And is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Uh, what is going on out here? What's up with these vaccines? Any more side effects? People dropping? No, we just, it's not negative. We just want to go see what's going on then take a look at some of these positive effects positive um these positives that they have out here that is correcting the situation there are a lot of people out here grinding really hard grinding means working really hard on finding cures vaccines and keeping as many people safe and away from this this horrible monster this virus as much as possible okay so i'll be back in a little bit talk about this covid finish talking about thanksgiving and um finish talking about myself gemini 21 okay because i don't i want you guys to actually know who i am see how my mind works uh you see i have anxiety what i'm dealing with it's just you know get to know me go check out just go request a friend um do a friend request on ray lamb ray lamb okay so yes this should be good i'm looking at this this should be some good information for you guys all right i'm out for a second i mean you know come right back that thing Okay, guys, I am back. Gemini 21, Ray, Universal Spirit, Music 8. Um, right now, we're doing a little chit-chat about some Thanksgiving. And earlier, I was basically breaking down a couple of facts about Thanksgiving. Like the, the tradition and what it's for. Especially the biblical meaning. It would not be Universal Spirit, Music 8 if I didn't talk about the great one creator the most high our god um you know no offense people call him by different names but worldwide it's known as god so to be thankful for what he has given us 
and he's provided us with because without those things we not we wouldn't be in the places we are today if he didn't decide to wake us up and give us a breath so i want everybody to take a moment to bow their heads and say a prayer of their own and thanks of even being a part of his creation period um i know once again no offense because you can lead the prayer i just want people to remember what we are supposed to be thankful for um we're not supposed to be thankful for the wars we're not supposed to be thankful for the sicknesses and and disease and all the trials and tribulations that people have to go through but we have to be thankful that we made it through that's what i would say be thankful that we made it through those trials those forks in the road that would hold us back or that would detour us um also I was going to discuss a few things about this pandemic that we have going on, which is COVID-19 and uh, even another form called the Delta variant. So this pandemic began in 2020 and there are a group of us out here who strongly believe that this started way before 2020 like myself i feel like it started with h1n1 if you look at what type of strain it is and it comes from animals and whatever other research they've been doing it looks similar to the chart of h1n1 to this is my personal opinion but They've come out with these vaccines and these booster vaccines. A lot of people say, well, we're not going to take them. And the stress of the pandemic in itself has slowed people down on celebrating holidays the way that they usually would. So are you going to people's houses? Are you visiting? Are you cooking dinner at your own house? What are you doing for the holiday during this pandemic when we are really supposed to be six feet away from each other? My thing is, this is part of a prophetic timeline that has already been predicted where we would lose a certain percent of the population of Earth to something great and mighty like this pandemic this virus whether it's made or whether it was created or it made created or developed whatever and however it got here is here and we need to be more careful with ourselves with our others and 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 the lives of the one we love the lives of the ones we love because apparently it's dangerous if if we lost so much of the population already meaning that there are people dying from this 
um i don't think no holiday is important enough to get up get out there and go reach out to spread it to spread germs okay now i know everybody wants to get back to life and everybody wants to get back to the norm regular what we've been doing we've been doing this for years you know i ain't about to let that stop me no we have got to be safer so wherever you're at and whatever home you're in you need to celebrate the holidays how you celebrate the holidays there i am one of the people who really don't even believe that people should be going back to work as strong as they are but if we did not then basically the world would just stop if everybody had to stop for this pandemic so we had to figure out figure out a way through it which was well we gotta go to work and we gotta go to school we gotta keep the world going so let's strap up throw these masks on get this hand sanitizer disinfected throw these gloves on you know, be more careful, cover your mouth when you cough and when you sneeze. Always wash your hands, keep it sanitized and disinfected. Yeah, you know, I've been in the whole pandemic. I've probably left the house about four times during this pandemic. Maybe I'll give it six. But it's such, so, it's so... It's such a low amount of times that I have been anywhere during this pandemic that I was going to say none. I've been inside quarantine my, myself this whole pandemic. Yes, I've had visitors. I've had visitors. Not a ton of visitors, but I've had visitors. So what are we going to do, people? What are you doing for the holiday? Are you staying in? Are you going out? What do you think about it? I'm not, you know, I I am not showing any prejudice. Is that the way you say it? I'm not showing any prejudice. I just have my own opinion about this. I don't even eat meat. So it even worries me sometimes to think, well, do you guys have to worry about with this food? what's going on with this food during the pandemic but if people have gotten through it and people follow their directions at cooking food at um the temperature that's best suited for that type of food to get rid of all bacteria and germs bacteria bacteriums and germs it'll be good you know fast food restaurants all that they still going they still in motion now I still do think that Thanksgiving is a time to come together, be with one another, and be thankful for the things that we have amongst each other under our God, our Creator, our Father. Because if it weren't for Him, we would have nothing that we have here today. And personally, he was like, oh, even if He really wanted us to do it or not, regardless of if He wanted us to do certain things or not, we're still doing it. So we still need to be thankful even for the things that we're not supposed to be doing, but we do them anyways. Because he still enables, enabled, not enables, he enabled us to even get to this point, which is this far. So what about COVID? What about these booster shots and these vaccines? Um, I'm not one for the vaccine myself, but what do you guys think? You guys getting the vaccine? 
know. So let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving and the pandemic. What will Thanksgiving be like this year? Experts weigh on how to celebrate safely. The coronavirus vaccines have changed the way we look at the pandemic. And they can make a positive impact on the holiday gathering. So basically they're saying these vaccinations have have a big good a, a great positive impact because it's working and it's you know relaxing people's nerves people aren't so worried about covid and stressing over covid because there's something to control it in 2020 experts urged those celebrating thanksgiving to wear masks move events outdoors and keep it small I still suggest that you do these things, which is keep wide open spaces where you guys have enough room to stay away from each other's coughing and, and natural sprays from talking. Um, and if you want to do it outside where the wind can take it away and you also want to keep it at a minimum so you don't have to worry about as much people, as many people spreading germs. This year... Doctors are highlighting the importance of vaccination for all eligible people. Being fully immunized against the coronavirus protects protects against contracting the virus and significantly lowers the risk of severe illness or death. So, get the vaccine is what they're saying. It is it's lowering the risk of even contracting it. And it's limiting the risk of you contracting it and getting very sick from it. And maybe you have a speedy recovery. But the vaccine is, as they say, a necessity so that you can boost your immune system. Some people get one, some people get two, some people get three depends on what you are eligible for. Many experts say that if people are fully vaccinated, they can enjoy a somewhat normal Thanksgiving. So, if people are vaccinated, you can relax a little. Not all the way. Somewhat normal, they said. Um, Those who are not, I would stay to yourself in a corner with some gloves and a mask on and possibly a hat and a blanket. Um, and let them, you know, don't eat too many people's food. Probably shouldn't go house hopping. <laughs> you know? So, okay. Experts stress the importance of vaccination. An epidemiologist at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health emphasized that getting vaccinated is the best way to have a safe Thanksgiving with few precautions and there's just enough time now to get your shot if you haven't already done it so if you haven't already got your shot you got time to go get it matter of fact if you haven't got your shot today i'm pretty sure you can just go to any pharmacy can um any drugstore that has a pharmacy and get your covid vaccine like walgreens but we can look up some of those later on just for anybody who's interested in getting their COVID shot. Um, it's not really enough time now because it's already gathering time. So this would have been good to say maybe yesterday. But 
right now people are going to be rushing to go get a vaccine shot that is probably not even immediately working an hour afterwards but hope you guys got your shots so that you can be eating and stuffing your jaws for this holiday the first thing to do is go out and get vaccinated right away this is the best this is the last week i'm sorry well yes this is the last few hours if you want an mrna vaccine to be fully protecting you before thanksgiving so really you should have gotten this a week ago so i'm hoping you guys have got vaccinated um so that it will be in effect right around now today thanksgiving the choice to be vaccinated absolutely impacts your individual holiday experience people who are older or immune immunocompromised may not have the same immune response to the vaccine leaving them vulnerable to contracting the virus even if they are fully vaccinated if you are currently eligible for a booster shot now is a great time to go get an extra dose so if you're eligible to get the booster shot of the vaccine then thanksgiving hopefully you guys when they got that extra shot that's that two you know if i'm not if i'm not mistaken that's the second shot so if you need a booster get a booster to get ready for the holidays i know a lot of grandparents out here who are totally ready to have a bigger holiday celebration with their grandchildren everybody should do their part to come to to a gathering with as much immune protection as can bring as they can bring with them meaning immune protection means you've got vaccinated you have masks you have hand sanitizer and you are fully free of those germs and you were not around if you were honest and you weren't around anybody else who has had or contracted it anytime soon you know it can help to start planning for the vaccinations of younger children the food and drug administration is expected to review data from pfizer biontech about their version of the vaccine for kids age 5 through 11 at the end of october so they were already discussing this yes at the end of october which was the children and um if the children were eligible for the for the vaccination can they get it if it's safe for them because they didn't have one for the children if all goes well vaccines for kids and the age group could be available as soon as the first week of november while there's no way to have kids fully vaccinated by thanksgiving having just one dose under their belt could make a difference and yes we love our children we don't want anything to happen to them if we feel like we should be vaccinated and if you go get vaccinated then you darn sure that you better be thinking about getting your kid vaccinated because you can't never think about protecting yourself and not protecting your children so what about this vaccine for children it's like one half step forward you can say your child has been taking the full step of vaccination at thanksgiving because of the timing but if you get one dose prior to thanksgiving you also 
be all set for December holidays. True. So if you just get one shot before Thanksgiving, you'll be ready and set for even thank for not just Thanksgiving but Christmas Eve, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all of that stuff that comes right there. New Year's and um you New Year's Eve and New Year's. Try thinking. We might need more mitigation strategies at Thanksgiving to ensure our children are safe and welcome. But that will change by December. Holidays, and I said that so wrong, but that will change by December holidays. This is moving, this is a moving target. We, every time I get on my podcast, somebody, I think it's going to be an issue with the journey now. Um, but there, this is a moving target, uh, but it's moving in the right direction. So basically, uh, the virus, it does move transition change but this time they got it changing and transitioning in the correct direction okay which is for the good until kids are vaccinated experts have said that the best thing adults can do is keep kids safe to keep the kids safe is get themselves and other people vaccinated and remember COVID-19 isn't the only virus out there it really isn't you know people have got this COVID in their brain and they forgot about everything else you got measles mumps got pneumonia you got the regular respiratory you have things you know the, did I say the flu so make sure you're up, up to date on your flu shots and your uh, flu vaccines, whether if you're planning on traveling, attending any gatherings or coming in contact with a good um, coming in contact with a lot of people, even if it's not that many people. You want to take the proper and appropriate precautions if you aren't vaccinated are if so sorry if you aren't vaccinated are having a large event with people of mixed vaccination status or are just worried about spreading the virus experts said there are a few different things you can do to keep thanksgiving dinner safe many of the precautions shouldn't be new as always distance and ventilation can help prevent COVID-19 from spreading wearing masks when indoors can prevent the spread of the virus and keeping gatherings small or limited just members of your household can also help if people are unvaccinated for whatever reason including children under the age of 12 following the same protocols as we followed in the past is still recommended an assistant professor of epidemiology said at I mean, at the Yale School of Public Health said, make sure that if you are indoors, pay attention to ventilation within those spaces. Trying to open windows or put air cleaners in such to in the space to enhance air exchanges would also be beneficial. So HEPA filters, purifiers, humidifiers, air purifiers, and humidifiers would do great right now, especially to keep those germs and bacteriums out of the air and from you breathing them in, how they transfer. Even if everyone at the event is vaccinated, it can help to make some minor precautions like opening doors or windows or increased ventilation to reduce the already low risk of a breakthrough case. 
it's especially important to be mindful of these precautions. If someone is immunocompromised at a higher risk for the virus, so some people are way more sensitive and their immune system is compromised by an ailment, so it makes it easier for them to be able to get the virus if they come in contact with it. So keep the air moving in and out, in and out, windows open, ventilation, something like a filter, because this is how you can close it in and before the virus even uh, dissipates or you know disintegrates, whatever you want to call it, before it wears off in the air, it's traveling. And you're breathing it in. If you if you trap it in, that's like someone coughing inside of a box and then shutting the top of it, and you're stuck in there with the virus, and you're bound to breathe it in. Okay, so room, air, space, breathe, ventilation. I think that there are opportunities to safely gather. An infectious disease specialist at Northwell Health said. I think that people are going to have to be able to think through the risk and think through who's going to be at the Thanksgiving table. So you take a minute and think to yourself, who is going to be at your gathering? Who's going to be coming into your home? Are there people who go to other people's houses and travel a lot? Or is they are they homebodies? Um, do these people go to jobs where they're interacting with um, numerous amounts of people on a daily basis? Is it a health risk? Is it a safety risk? You gotta think about these things. You can also get tested before gathering, before the gathering, okay? So they got these rapid tests return results in just a few minutes. You can go pick them up at your nearest drugstore while PCR tests can be more accurate. In some areas at home, rapid tests are even an opinion, making it easy for people to make sure that they aren't as asymptomatic carriers. So these tests make sure that they are not secretly carrying the virus. And I think that people just have a whole handful of these on hand in their house already, which is quick go-to tests that tell if you got something going on that's got to do with this COVID and a lot of people are asymptomatic and don't want people to know and they don't want people to know because they are scared of conspiracy theories or they don't want people to know because they don't want to be treated differently like ill back away stay away blah 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 they'll get through it but even if you don't want people to know you need to do better at um, protecting others from yourself if you know you do have it symptoms or have come in contact with someone who has symptoms or you have contracted it Okay, even if a thought that you might want to, that you might have contracted it, you want to be edgy and paranoid about other people's health, even your own, but other people's health. You want to live with that guilt being considered a um, something that you don't, a negative, you know. It might be worthwhile to consider testing before everybody really gathers so that you add an additional layer of protection. As always, make sure you avoid attending any group gatherings if you are showing symptoms of COVID-19 or other illnesses. So it's just not COVID you got to worry about. Symptoms of anything. Stay away. Don't endanger. It's gathering and coming together. It's not that important. It's too many other days in the year. Wait till it wears off. Travel safety. Doctors are issuing fewer warnings against travel this year, but if you are traveling to a family gathering, make sure you take the appropriate precautions on the way there. 
Following all CDC related guidelines is really important for our own safety and for the of and for that of the other travelers around you. Remember that people who are around you. Most airlines and other forms of public trans transit requires masks. Wear them anyways. Make sure that whatever mask you wear fits well and fully covers your mouth and nose. When possible, keep distance from other passengers and maintain proper hand hygiene. Monitor symptoms after your gathering. Even when the holiday is over and you're back at home, keep an eye out for symptoms if you're self and yourself and your family members. If you do believe you are showing signs of COVID-19 infection, get a test and alert those who you spend time with during the holidays. By following these steps, experts believe it's possible to have a somewhat normal Thanksgiving, which was initially said stated. Taking care of the physical aspects of immunization and wearing a mask if you're in a crowded space and if you're traveling around important things to do traveling are important things to do sorry you guys kind of messed that up yeah basically they're saying so if, if if traveling is one of those important things that you like to do that you want to do um you want to take care of all physical aspects of the immunization by wearing a mask if you're in a crowded space um, so that we can focus on those mental and emotional health needs so take care of those physical parts so we can focus on the other situations that cause COVID effects like emotionally and um, benefits from reconnecting with people in the face-to-face environment. So it's very important that we are able to interact with each other because isolation is very damaging to our mental stability. We want to have holidays again in a bigger way than we've ever been able to in the past year. So this year has been very hectic for people. Every holiday, not just the Thanksgiving, but every holiday has been so different than what it usually is because people are afraid to come together and praise, to come together in a congregation, a group of such, to give thanks. Because if they give thanks, there is a chance that someone may get caught up in this mess and they might not be here anymore so it was it's it's so much safer to just stay to yourself and to the ones you trust that have not been around if you know them well and you know where they go and what they do then just stick with them don't go riding around the streets don't go trying to get out of town this is what i say don't go trying to travel why is it that important to keep the just keep the tradition we can keep the tradition without all of the exchange of we're going to take foreign bodies from this side of the world all the way to that side of the world come on now people we have lint we have spores all of this we is not that deep it is not that deep to travel or to go into somebody else's grill and and most i say is if you trust it you can eat some food right um, like I said 
this was some good information about COVID and what to do during these times. But I'm sure that there are people who already pretty much knew this. But um, I am thankful for the information. I am thankful in general. We may not always show it the way that others can view it and receive it correctly for their own understanding. But it is not about those and their understanding. It is about us and our understanding and God's understanding of it. Even though you may think that I'm not grateful for what you have done for me, I am highly grateful for everything that you have ever done for me. And you may not know it, but God knows it. And as much as I would want the credit from the people who I helped, that's not what it's about. It's about making sure that God understands what you feel sincerely inside of your soul and inside of your heart. And knowing that we could have been going through anything. There are people out there who could have been still going through the same type of slavery or Holocaust situation. We could have been not here today. So we need to take that moment to bow our heads and say thanks and give thanks to the Most High Creator for protecting us and for, um, keeping us under his shelter and carrying us on his wings because we couldn't have got this far without him. We couldn't have got this far in life without him to the point that we are at today. And just as I said before, we could have been dealing with the worst situation than what we got going on this pandemic. We could have been dealing with so, so much more severe. We, we're not even talking about the disasters and everything else that's going on in the world. We're talking about just the pandemic. It could have took so many more people away from us. But once again, predicted and prophesized it was to lose a percentage of the population if we were reading and we were paying attention to the word, which is vocabulary, period, sound, then we would know what was going on and what was at hand in front of our face. Hey, we can all believe in different forms and renditions of of um, the rapture and the return. But look, it all boils down to the same thing. It all boils back down to the same thing that we're going to go through these situations because we were not obedient and we was going to deal with a whole lot of destruction but we would come out at the top somehow those who, who stuck close steadfast to God and his son okay so I just wanted to say a few words. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. I don't even know if I'm done. I'm not done with my podcast, but I just might be done with the Thanksgiving one. We don't know yet. So, you know, it's just random. We're going to play it by ear, see how things go. But I do definitely know that this has got to be published before 6 o'clock. It does have to be published before 6 o'clock. Um, even though around that time, people are still probably, some people probably eating, started eating already. That's okay. 
because as long as I got it done and I still was able to talk to you guys about the holiday, that's really all that matters. Now, what I'm going to start doing is doing it a day before, which I'm normally supposed to do. But I was looking at myself like, no, girl, you are not going to let another holiday pass. And you have not podcasted. I've been dropping in. I've been trying to, you know, update y'all on my reel. <sighs> I hope you guys enjoy the holiday. Um, I will be back with another topic not too long. And like I said, who knows? It might still have something to do with Thanksgiving. But Gemini out for a minute. Wait for me to get back up in it. <laughs> Had to use that. All right.